Yo, what's good? Laugh Not Die Later. The greatest, the best, the rawest, the greatest podcast of all time because you speak the truth and nothing but the truth. And you carry everything raw in life. And today, my guest goes with the theme of the podcast. The, the, I, I don't know you too well. By the way, my guest today is Brandon Hutchins. I got it right. And... Yeah, you're, so I was doing my research, I was like, when I, when I met you that day, I was like, okay, this guy, Red Fred Perry, like, that's kind of like a violent thing to, like, have, you know what I mean? Like, a bloody Fred, Fred Perry, knows a lot about records, and, like, the one thing I did notice about you when I met you at Going Underground, shout out to Going Underground, shout out to Adam, is you were, like, really smiling about, like, violent stuff, which is kind of like, which, like, you, like you, I, you were smiling throughout the whole conversation, but when you would, like, when tell tell stories about, like, like just violent gigs and like shit that like most people you like seem like happy you know i don't know if i'd say i'm happy i'm not like a violent person per se or anything but you know if you've been going to shows in southern california long enough you're gonna see some crazy shit like have you have you toured a lot i have yeah you think southern california is more violent than the average for whatever reason southern california has always kind of had like more of an edge to it um I don't know why that is, but I mean, you know, I grew up, like, going to high school. I mean, we'll talk about kind of all that, but going to backyard gigs and stuff like that. I mean, there's always been fights. There's always been crazy stuff. Stuff that you don't really see in other parts of the country, um, for whatever reason that might be. What do you think are, like, the top five most violent places that you, like, you've been in the U.S., like, <sighs> hardcore shows? I mean, well, hardcore shows, yeah. It's kind of different because... You know, some cities are kind of passive, and it's kind of like a more politically correct nature, so people aren't really moshing and going crazy. And then some places, people are going nuts. Like, for example, um, Cleveland uh, has oh. always been pretty legendary okay, in okay. terms of how wild their shows are. Um, you know, lots of fireworks, lots of, like, shopping carts being thrown around, you know, crazy stuff like that. Um, I mean, that's just pretty legendary, especially with... A lot of the 90s and early 2000s bands like Gordon Soli Motherfuckers, Nine Shocks Terror, H100s, on and on and on. So that was like, I mean, that's a subgenre of its own, like, comically, like, violent, hardcore. It's pretty ridiculous, yeah. Um, like, that's not a thing no more. Or, or Not really, you know, you don't really hear about that stuff anymore. And I don't know if it's necessarily because the climate has changed politically or because, you know, there's just younger kids in the scene and they don't really do that stuff anymore, but... That definitely seems to be something that was more so in the past. And, like, maybe I kind of caught, like, the tail end of it. You know, I remember seeing the Gordon Soli Motherfuckers reunion show in, like, 2007 in Texas. And it was just, like, out of control. Like, like people were breaking bottles and throwing glass and throwing trash cans. Um, I think that was kind of, like, that. you know, up until, like, the early 2010s, that was sort of, like, the tail end of it. And then the past, like five to ten years it's been much more mellow in terms of like just crazy shit that you would see at shows because there's there's a difference there's a different type of violence there's like kind of a like Donnie Brooke like tough guy big guy like yeah, swinging at you. And, yeah. and then there's like from just, just I mean I wasn't around but like videos of seeing like Gordon Slay motherfuckers I was like this is like nerdy but like down yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I mean, people still got hurt for sure. No, yeah, yeah. Like, like, no, yeah, it's like, like, it's like. But it wasn't like you were intentionally trying to beat someone yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a, someone just got hit by a trash can because it got thrown across yeah, the yeah, room. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like you're not trying to maliciously really hurt anyone. Yeah, yeah, it's not like. It's not to say that, you know. It's just kids are like wrestling. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a lot of just dumb shit, like people being dumb. Like, 
I remember I played a show in like Richmond, Virginia years ago, probably like 2013 or 14. And like it was in an apartment upstairs and people were like lighting off Roman candles. Like the, I'm in an apartment right now. It's probably like a thousand square feet. And it was smaller than this. And people were oh, lighting shit. off Roman candles while bands are playing and stuff. Like this girl's hair caught on fire. Like, oh, shit. But it wasn't like malicious. It was just like people being dumb. It was like funny. It was funny, yeah. I mean, she didn't care. Like, <laughs> okay, okay. But I mean, I wouldn't want my hair to catch on fire, and I'm sure most people wouldn't. But she was not like, oh, she's a sick in my hair. Is yeah, up. exactly, exactly. All right, so let's go back in time. Uh, we'll start from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. How'd you get into punk? How'd you get into hardcore? Um, it's kind of funny. Uh, so I grew up in like the Cerritos, Lakewood, Long Beach area. Like, I went to school in those cities. Grew up there. I grew up with my grandparents and my mom. My dad was never in the picture. Um, kind of came from like a working class family my mom's a nurse grandpa was a mechanic grandma was a secretary so didn't really have a lot of money and stuff growing up um you were raised by all three of them all three of them yeah yeah yeah. my mom couldn't afford a place on her own so we live with my grandparents um and so you know went to school and all that shit probably around like 11 or 12 years old so i want to say middle school era you know i don't really know how it kind of happened but i think maybe i just saw some kids at school they'd wear like a rancid shirt or like I had a cousin wore like a no effect shirt how old are you? I'm 36 so this is like when Ranzo was popular exactly like okay. yeah yeah that shit was pretty popular I mean it wasn't like the 90s 90s but it was like you know late 90s early 2000s yeah um, I'm class of 05 so I started at 01 so you know that stuff was still pretty popular and it's always been popular in Southern California like you'd hear Pennywise on the radio and shit so mm-hmm. it's like that was kind of the gateway it's like you know those big 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 bands like Green Day Pennywise Rancid no effects blah 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 um Around, like, my freshman year of high school, um, do you know the skater Lance Mountain? What? Do you know the skater Lance Mountain? Lance Mountain, yeah, I've heard the name. He's, like, an old old school skater from the 80s, like, huge back in the day. So I went to high school with his son, Lance Mountain Jr. Okay. Yeah. Lance Mountain Jr., sick. Yeah, and he would, and I kind of dressed with, like, you know, I'd wear, like, Vans and, like, blue jeans. Like, you know, I used to skate, like, when I was much younger, um, until about, like, 18 or 19, and I just stopped. And anyway, him and I had a class together, and we kind of just started talking, and then that's when he told me about, like, the Sex Pistols, the Clash, um, the Ramones, shit like that. And I, you know, would save up whatever money I could get from, like, doing chores or, like, allowance or whatever, you know, and I would just go buy CDs, and it would kind of just start from there. And then I, um, we had, like, AOL and stuff back in the day, and I found out about, like, LimeWire and Kazaa and all that stuff. So I could download, like, songs here and there. And then it kind of just progressed from there. I just felt like I was really hungry for, like, information and for more bands. Fast forward a couple years later, I'm, like, 15, 16. Go to my first ever show. It was an old punk show. Uh, it was the Buzzcocks. Okay. In probably, like, 2004. Um, and then, you know, I kind of started to go, like, a couple more local shows here and there. Started going to record stores and hanging out more, you know, buying CDs, buying records. Um, and then I met previous podcast guest, Chris Kirk. Oh, sick. Yeah, I met... Oh, I think you've been in Chris Kirk for that long? I know Chris Kirk for almost 20 years now. Um, I met Chris at a record store in Huntington Beach that we ended up both working at called Vinyl Solution. Is it still around? It is still around. Okay, sick. It's like a legendary spot in Huntington Beach. Um, I met Chris there... Just kind of randomly one night. I think I was probably like 16 or 17 years old. So it's probably like 2004. And Chris like a year older than me. And yeah, he we just started talking about music. You know what I mean? Into a lot of the same stuff. I started really getting into like early 80s US hardcore. Like Negative Approach, Necros, 
you know, kind of septic death. Like some Chris, of the more obscure stuff. Chris Kring does not like negative approach. He does not like negative approach. It's just the fucking. It's, hey, it's very. He's in a van like lock. I'm like, how do you not like negative approach? That's so <laughs> it, stupid. It is super funny, but yeah. him and I have argued about that a lot, but. That's that's like that's a different every, that's every, a whole different yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, but every time I think about Chris Kirk, I hear his name. I'm like, this guy does not like negative approach. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Anyway, Chris was kind of the one who was telling me about like newish, more modern bands um, at the time. Like I, he lent me a CD, a burn CD that has Septic Death on it and then Nine Shocks Terror on it. I was like, I don't know what this is. I know Septic Death is about no Nine Shocks. He's like, yeah, listen to it. It's really good. And so I started listening to it. I was like, wow, this is great. Like. I didn't know there were necessarily modern bands outside of like that big, you know, sort of uh, Green Day rancid circle that we're making like punk. So that was sort of my first introduction to DIY hardcore and punk. Um, I met Chris's other friends who he was in a band with at the time called Harpoon Guns. I'm sure he mentioned it. Um, and we started going to like more DIY shows. So I'd see like Iron Lung, Career Suicide, like Fucked Up. Yeah. Regulations, just shit like that, and stuff of the time, like direct control, government warning, annihilation time, blah 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 blah. The, the big, the big bands. Of the exactly, time. but at the time, like they weren't necessarily even big; they were just like touring all the time. Okay. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was cool, and it was like a really fun time. Met a lot of people. Um, I'm still in contact with a lot of them today. That, that's a very valuable thing. Like I like even though when I interviewed Sean Lim, he said that like he knew Sam Boston for. For, like since they were kids and, yeah. I, and I was just like that is crazy for two people to meet at such a young age and be into like this very hyper specific you're mm-hmm. not into like just Metallica you know what I mean you're yeah, into like, yeah. like this, it's like, a very hyper specific yeah thing. and it's like that's that's super rare and like valuable but what your parents think about like you're, you're being into like they weren't into it really like they weren't into that music at all my mom listens to like modern country. Okay. She listens to like Taylor Swift and shit. You know what I mean? She's okay. like she's like sixty seven years old. She doesn't like any of this music. Even at the, but at the time she was. At like, the time, she, yeah, no, she didn't like it at all. What are your grandparents saying? My grandpa passed away when I was fifteen, so he didn't really get to know it. And then my grandma didn't really care, so yeah. it didn't really matter. Um, you see, yeah, I. But I also, just, one thing about you mm-hmm. is that you're into. Well, one thing that goes with the with the violence part is that you're really into wrestling. Did that Was that around the same time? Uh, so I got into wrestling in, around 1997, so I was 10 years old. And I've been watching it ever since. Okay. So, I mean, again, like, I, don't, I wouldn't say I'm into violence, but I, at the time when I was going to shows, it was, like, fun just to see a bunch of crazy shit happen. Okay. No one was getting hurt seriously. No one was, like, beating anyone up. You know what I mean? It was just kind of, like, fun, goofy stuff, which in retrospect is probably really stupid, but... That's kind of how it is when you're 17, 18. So you're this, like, 16, 17-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. You're, start, you're starting going to shows. Is there anything that's kind of pushing you back from seeing, like, this just... Because, like, just very DIY, very organic, not, like, there is, like I said, no stage, like... And especially I hear stories back in the day, like, hardcore... Sh- like, no matter how big the band w- is now, back then, like, nobody was going to you know what I mean it was like 30 people mm-hmm. max yeah it was kind of crazy like some shows were bigger back then like tragedy was always huge whenever they played there'd be like how, how much how many people would be probably like so there's a venue in Long Beach called the Long Beach Warehouse okay and that's where like a majority of the shows I went to were when I was probably like 18, 19, 20 um, and like tragedy there'd be like seven, 800 people there same thing with like Limperist there'd be like seven, 800 people there but then you'd see um, you know, like regulations, and there's like maybe a hundred people there, or something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it kind of depends. Career suicide, same thing. Like I wasn't there, but I know 
I missed them by like a year or two at the smell, but there was like 40, 50 people there. Okay. Um, was that like, was like seven, 800 people like the ceiling of how much? That was pretty did? big. For a DIY show, I mean, that was massive. No, no, like, it, it is massive. But, it like, is, yeah. but like, I'm trying to think now, like, people, uh, bands are filling up the Velasco. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, that that, was, that, like, the ceiling is way. The ceiling know? is way crazier now. I mean, you have like, Sounding Fury, where it's like 6,000 people. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's crazy. Or even yeah. like, I went to like a bunch of the Chaos and Teos gigs, you know, and I saw Hoax play in front of like a couple thousand people at like mm, yeah. this big warehouse hangar that they had. So it, it really was kind of like this weird time in like hardcore and punk where it was like some bands were bigger, some bands weren't. Like I saw Annihilation Time play to like not many people back in the day, and now, you know, they just played last night, it was like packed. Okay. Um, but, but like even like the venues because I was like even like big well-known hardcore shows like that uh, Hellfest uh, 2000 yeah like it's like just it's like in reality it's like an abandoned like, yeah it's like, it's an, like a warehouse yeah exactly yeah. like because I look back now I'm like damn like how many like like you really have to be in the shit to like go. yeah so like oh, I'm going to this big show in your head it's like this is like the Wrestlemania hardcore show yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like this abandoned warehouse meanwhile now it's like like kids are going like it's like a concert and you're like put your ticket in you know what I mean? yeah like, no it wasn't it. back like that back it's then just, obviously it's, it's crazy to think how how it's like you know how it's evolved it's evolved sure. it's yeah. like it's fucking crazy but then again it goes back with like you you're in an empty warehouse with like 800 people something's gonna happen now it's like now you, you know what i mean like kids are not like not even stage diving as much like the, yeah. vi the violence is just like on a whole nother yeah it's it's really wild um does that upset you sometimes no no no, no. i mean Here's the thing, like, I don't, again, like, I'm not encouraging violence or anything like that, like, I think people can take themselves a little too seriously, and can be kind of, like, buzzkills, but other than that, like, I don't really care, you know what I mean? But, I mean, I'm bothered by, like, just hearing stories of, like, that shit happening, but now, like, because, like, even when Gold played the last shot, Sonny Fury... Like, like before Gulch got big, the whole thing was like you would take out your belt and start smacking people. I don't, you remember that? Like, <laughs> no, that's it, funny. It was popular for a time when the intro came out. Like everybody would take out their belt and take out their shirt and start like just whipping each other. See, that's like funny to me. No, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. like that's funny. It's not like you're trying to like. It's just like people just being dumb. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah. Th that was like pre, you know, like COVID and everything. So then yeah. after COVID, the last show. I started doing that after the last show. Like yeah. I started swinging my belt. Yeah. And people just got really upset. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. just like. I'm just like okay, I get it, but it's like, how does this band sound? Like, how do you not expect someone to just like, yeah, you know what I mean? But like, or even like, even to your point, like at hoax shows, like, see them all the time. You know, I saw them a bunch, like when they first started and shit. And like, people would go nuts. People would do all kinds of crazy shit. They would be crazier than the bands. You know, mm -hmm. they would jump off of like, they play this one show in Santa Ana. My my, the only reason I remember this is because my old band opened for them. And like, people there were like these big rafters at the top. And they played at the bottom. And, like, as soon as they started, people were jumping off the rafters and landing on people. I was like, dude, you can, like, get really hurt doing that. Like, that's, like, actually super dangerous, you know? It, and, and it's but, like, if you did that now, people would, like, flip out. What, like, what year was this? want to say 2013, 2012. See, like, around 2013, like, I'm not going to name specific bands, not, not to, like, sound like I'm disrespecting them, but those bigger hardcore bands where hardcore bands are starting to be a little bit more... I guess package, you know? What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, and like that's cool. Like there could be that side of hardcore, and there could be the side of like, like there could be that, and it could be the kids jumping off of rafters. Yeah. But like now, it just seems like, just from what I see, it's like, not even like there's no place to go. Just go do that. You yeah. don't need to go. Just like let's throw a trash can. You know what I mean? Or like, mm -hmm. let's, like you know, like, and I'm just well. It, it, it seems pretty rare. Yeah. yeah. And it, but it, but then again, I'm like, if there was like a show where like tomorrow, like all right, this band's playing, go do that. 
and the bands are actually you know like not just like being like jokingly funny and actually playing hard music i'm just like i don't think there's like i don't think that kid exists just because the internet if that makes sense like like yeah like, kids are just now changing so like kids that like you know what i mean like I, like what, what i imagine in my head of seeing like hearing a show like 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 hoax or when you were talking that day of like all these shows happening in like a random apartment you know what i mean like yeah and crazy things happening i'm like these kids are probably like just random weird kids who are just happen to be in a room who would like have nothing to do yeah. you know what i mean on a saturday night you know what i mean like and just it, doing it definitely crazy was shit. it definitely feels like it was more for like weirdos and outcasts yeah, yeah whereas maybe now it's not necessarily for that you know and i mean you could say it's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, there's definitely still people who are, like, weirdos in the outcast yeah, yeah, yeah. coming in. But, um, you know, they don't necessarily bring that behavior with them anymore, it seems like. Mm-hmm. For better or for worse, you know. Yeah. So, after after high school, you graduated high school. Graduated high school. Um, I pretty much, like, I was in a band when I was, like, 18. It was, like, a really dumb band. We did, like, a couple... It was just, like... Well, we played with like some of the DIY punk bands and stuff. Um, what was the band called? It was called Critical Picnic. Critical Picnic. <laughs> yes. I don't, does, that one didn't come on your Discord, did it? Or does it? I, it might be on there, but it's Critical Picnic. Yeah, it's very dumb. What does that name mean? Oh, it was just a stupid. It was like a joke band. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. it, it was really a dumb band. It was all like a big joke. Um, we did like one tour, and then we did like two records. We played with Chris's band Harpoon Guns like all the time. Sick. Um, so yeah, pretty much out of high school, I was kind of like touring and playing in bands, going to lots of shows, like, um, and that's how I just met a lot of people, you know what I mean? I'm still pretty much know a lot of them. Like, uh, I don't know if you know this guy, or these, this band called NASA Space Universe, who's like around for like a long time. NASA Space Universe? Yeah. They were, yeah, they were like pretty popping in like the early 2000s, 2010s, like, I'm still in touch with all those dudes, you know what I mean? Like, I've just known them forever, but like... I played the guitar player's backyard when I was like 18 in like 2005, six. So Dude, every time you name a band, I'm just like, oh, like it's like I mean, it's so many like random like names. Exactly, like, it, it really is just like a time and a place type of thing. Yeah, and like yeah. with my generation, that was the time and the place. Yeah. So I don't expect you to know these like, no, 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 yeah. random bands. No, yeah. it's just like, but it's a very like like it's like a cool moment because it sounds like it sounds like you just wrote them on your like on your notebook because yeah. I have a notebook where like I just write band names I'm just like that one day I'll probably like think I'm, it sounds like you're just reading a bunch of like it's random, really random yeah. <laughs> like uh, what's that uh, Sam Boston's first band uh, oh uh, Duke Nukem Forever yeah like it's like shit yeah. like that where it's like what the fuck like yeah. it comes up with it's just really funny it's you like know? you just go one day to a show and it's like Critical Picnic and Nuke Nukem Forever yeah. and like, <laughs> NASA Space Universe. Yeah, like, it was just, it was the time. You know yeah. what I mean? Everybody has their little moment and their little scene. Were, were most of those bands like, like yeah, they had comically like names, but were the was the subject matters also like? The subject matter for us was not serious at all. It was very dumb and very silly. Like what was the, what would you guys talk about? Just, I mean, if, I can't really... Okay, okay. I don't know if I could say it now. It was pretty. Yeah. We were trying to be really offensive, but not like over the line offensive. But it was just a different time. Like okay. you could just say dumb shit. They got, someone's gonna go find critical pain. I know. And someone's probably gonna get mad. Yeah. But I was like, dude, it was literally twenty years ago at this point, and I was eighteen. I don't know what to tell did, you. Did people get offended? Or not or really? No one really cared. No, because I mean, we were playing with like. Do you know the band War Crime? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we played with them like a bunch. We played with like Rabies like a bunch. Harpoon guns. So it was just kind of like, we're all like 18, 19 year old kids. Like some of us are even younger. We were just like having fun and being dumb. Like no one really took it that seriously. It's not like we're going to fucking win a Grammy or something. It was just a really silly, fun time. I mean, you couldn't do it now, but it is what it is, right? 
Um, and so, anyway, after that, I was in another band called Video Disease, and that was a more serious band. We kind of did a couple tours. That's a good band name. Yeah, played with, like, some of the No Way Records bands that were there at the time. And then, um, you know, things happen, you break up, move on. And then I was in, I kind of took a break from being in bands for, like, a long time. Why did you take a break? I just was burned out, you know, just from, just, being in a band can be difficult if you're dealing with other people. I was really young, I was, like, 20, 21, you know, it was just kind of hard to just deal with it all the time. I was trying to, like, work and make money. My mom and grandmother were both dealing with, like, health problems at the time. So I was like, I kind of need to focus on, like, my family shit right now. You you still go to shows? Yeah, yeah, I still go to shows when I could. Um, it just kind of depended. I was still hanging out with Chris, Kirk all the time, and like other friends. So it's like I was still out. I never like dropped out or anything. Um, I started a record label after the band called Video Z's Records. I put out like a bunch of records. Um, what was the biggest records you put out? I put out records for like the Flex. Oh, sick. It's like their first seven inch and their first LP. Those are the two that everyone remembers. Okay, what is some, what is some of your personal favorites? Um, I did a record for Chris's band that was like a punk band called Francis Harold and the Holograms. Oh, shit, in there. He might have mentioned it to you. Yeah. 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 Um, that was a really cool record to do. People were really psyched on it. Um, that was a really fun one. I put out, and then I ended up putting out my own band's records later, the one I told you about called Stoic Violence. Yeah. I put out like our two LPs, and that was really cool because I'd never been on an LP before. I'd only done singles. We did, like, a big full 40-day, six-week U.S. tour. It was really fun. Um, then we did, like, another East Coast tour. We played, like, New York's All Right. So it was fun. You know, I pretty much had been involved. Wait, New York's All Right is a band? No, it was a fest. It was, it was a, fest. a fest. I'm sorry. It was a little before your time. So, so this was a fest in New York. Yes, it was. it was. called New York's All Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hard. And it was, it was cool, though, because, like, um, you know, I was still able to meet a lot of people, like, make connections. I'm still friends with a lot of people from back then. Um... You know, after Video Disease broke up, before Stoic Violence, I was like a roadie for a couple friends' bands. Just DIY, small DIY bands. What, what were you, what bands did you roadie for? Uh, one was called Time Bombs. Time Bombs? Yeah. Same I thing, they were just like a local Southern California band. But we, they did like a bunch of tours and I would go out with them. So it was fun, you know? It was just an excuse to go on tour. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, okay. It was, they were like, hey, you should come with us. I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, did I actually like work work or is it like... No, not really. I mean, I would help load in and load out and sell merch and stuff, but yeah. it's like... It was a small DIY tour. It's not like we're playing big places and we have to be there at like two o'clock in the afternoon yeah. and we're selling hundreds of shirts, you know. Yeah, yeah. We're selling like 10, 15 shirts a night, a couple records. Even though like, that's a lot. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, no discipline. I've been on tours with like, damn, like like two shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and I've been like, I've been on tours like that with my own bands where it's like, <laughs> yeah, we're playing a known and we're selling nothing. Like, yeah. and we're sleeping in the van tonight. Like, <laughs> yeah. it is what it is. You know, it's just part of like growing up. I, wanna, um, I also wanted to ask you before we, we, we move on. So when you're like 17, 19, 17, 18, 19, yeah. and you're like, you know, you're meeting Chris Kirk, you're meeting all these young kids who are into the same music. Yeah. How does it work having a scene where it's all just young kids? Where like, no, like it's like, there is no like, I guess for lack of a better word, no adult supervision or like no no one being like okay like like is yeah, it like young kids like everybody just being kids yeah it, that's a good question and I really started and not just myself but a lot of people we started booking shows of our our own you'd find like a place that does DIY gigs and be like hey I want to do a gig here there's a place in Santa Ana uh, called the Clinic that did like a lot of gigs um, it was just literally just like people who lived in the warehouse. I think it was like a front. They like sold meth out of it or something. <laughs> I don't really know. I'm sure if you were around back then, you knew about it. And <laughs> like, we just did gigs there, you know? We just call them up and be like, hey, I want to see if this date's on the calendar. Can we book a show? And like, we did it. 
you know? So we did, like, a bunch of shows there. We did, like, shows for a bunch of the bands that were coming through, like Chronic Seizure, Wasted Time. Um, I think, I'm pretty sure Government Warning played there. It was kind of like the spot for a minute. And that's kind of how I got started, like, booking shows. Um, so, like, years later, I would end up booking lots of shows at East 7th, which is now Desk Control. Okay. Um, and that was a uh, run... Is the same exact venue? Or it, pretty much, yeah, yeah. So oh, there were, it was okay, two okay. units next to each other, and East 7th had both units at one point, but then they just switched over to one. It was kind of like a couple-year switchover yeah. they did. Um, so I booked like a ton of shows there with Austin from Blazing Eye, who was living there at the time. It was kind of like the spot for like a really long time, and I've been booking shows on and off since I was probably like 18, 19. And East 7th Street and Munoz's gym was around the same time. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, Munoz was... Start, so I didn't have anything to do with starting Munoz. No, yeah, yeah. Um, that was started in like late 90s, early 2000s by uh, this dude, Ronalds, who does oh. Going Underground's Bakersfield. OG. Which is the OG Going Exactly. Yeah. OG Going Underground. It was legitimately his grandpa's boxing gym. Like, it was an active boxing gym. They would train kids from the neighborhood. People would go there box this is late 90s when he started throwing shows i believe so it was they definitely had shows in the early 2000s i want to say he started in the late 90s adam would know better than i would but that was my understanding and east 7th street started when probably like 2012 to like so much later yeah yeah, okay okay. but munoz was around a really long time but like adam era munoz gym when he like hand booking shows was what year so I started first going to Mino's gym with Harpoon Guns probably like 2006, 2007. Okay. So I was probably like 18 or 19. And I met Adam. He's a few years younger than me. He was probably like 15 or 16 when I met him. Okay. So we've also known each other for like 20 years almost. Yeah. yeah. Which is pretty funny. Um, and so, yeah, we met Adam and Henry, who also works at the store. Sweet. And a bunch of other people who still are around and I still talk to these, to this day. Um, and so... We'd go to gigs at Munoz, and we'd go to gigs at, in Bakersfield. Um, Critical Picnic recorded our second record with Ronald from Going Underground. Okay, sick. So we had like a really strong connection with those dudes in Bakersfield. It was really fun every time we went up there. They had a, um, some really cool bands and stuff. Like Adam's Band came a few years later, but they were called On Parade. Yeah. It was like a cool strange band. There was a band called Loser Life, um, which was really cool at the time. Like Ronald was in a great band called Contaminators. Contaminators. Yeah, so it was just like, again, time and a place, you know? But, like, there were great shows at Munoz. Like, Iron Lung would play there, Extortion played there, Ice Age, Milk Music. You know, a lot of bands from, like, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was a really fun time and, like, really cool to see shows there. Okay, and what what were... Do you think... Okay, this is a a kind of two-party question. From your time being active and hardcore like from when you were like six, seven, 17, 18 sure. whatever teenage years to like your late to your late 20s did you see like was like the amount of violence always the same or, or did you see it slowly water down over the years I would say it probably slowly watered down over the years um, but I mean you still see crazy stuff at shows like like what was something you'll see like when you were 17 compared to like when you were like in your late 20s it was definitely more mellow in my late 20s like um, for example, like with Critical Picnic, with our last show, we played this kid's garage in San Clemente, and we wanted to just like do a bunch of crazy shit. So we brought, and we were really into wrestling. So we bought a <laughs> bunch of fluorescent light tubes, and we were breaking light tubes. Uh, I poured thumbtacks everywhere, um, and it was like people. I was rolling around in thumbtacks. People were falling into them. Um, we had barbed wire. People were like 
you know, our bass player wrapped himself in barbed wire and was hitting people in the crowd. So it was just like... Is there any pictures of this somewhere? There's a video of it on YouTube, I'm pretty sure. Oh, shit. Yeah, but we were like, again, we were all like really between the ages of 16 and 18. So it was just like... But it, and no one really took it that seriously. It was How just, many people were in that show? I mean, there's probably like 40 or 50 people. So it was just like, 40 people falling on packed in a garage. Packed in a garage falling on something. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get hurt? Yes. I mean, everyone had like thumbtacks all over their shoes. Like, I definitely had cuts all over. Oh, shit. Yeah. But like, whatever, you know? We were like really young and dumb and it didn't really matter. Like, what, what? you feel invincible when you're like that age. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. Yeah. So, what, so I wouldn't do it now when I'm 36. I'm almost 40, for God's sake. So I can't be doing shit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what are uh, what are some other cool shit you saw back in the day? Um, I mean, in terms of like bands, bands, violence, anything. Um, yeah, I mean, the Gordon Soli motherfucker show at Chaos and Chaos was insane. There's only like w- one video of it, like, and it's only like one song. But I mean, I was not. Pre- I knew that their shows were legendary, but I wasn't prepared for how crazy it was. How old were you at that time? I was 19. So you were 19. Yeah. You've heard of this band called Gordon Soli Motherfucker. Well, I mean, I was a fan. Okay. Yeah. You were I a mean, we, we drove to Texas to see them. Like, okay. So this was Chaos and Chaos. Chaos and Chaos. 2007. 2007. And they headline? Or... Yes, they headline. It was three nights. They were the big headliner on night three. Okay. Who's, 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 who runs Chaos and Chaos? Because before we get into that, like the lineups are always like... I remember one year was like Cox Bar and Inquisition. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Is this dude... It's like... <laughs> it's this dude named Timmy... Um, who now... It's always a Timmy, guys. Timmy, Timmy yeah. guys have a, a, rep, a rep for being crazy, but go ahead. He's like a, he's a really nice guy. He's, a, he's an old friend. He's like a booking agent now, like one of the bigger agencies, but he did a label for a really long time called 540 Records. 540 Records? Mm-hmm. And he put out a bunch of stuff. Um, he put out like... God, what were some of the early Texas bands? He did like Vosca Records. I think he did an Impaler's record. Um, anyway, you look him on, up yeah. on Discogs. Super great guy. And, yeah, so he did Chaos and Chaos. It started off as Prank Fest, I'm pretty positive, like Prank Records. Then it morphed into Chaos and Chaos. And I think they had, we went to Volume 3, so it was 2007. And so, Gordon Sully Motherfuckers play. It was, we had a great time. We drove straight to Texas. Like, it was just me and a couple buddies. We were, like, 1920, like, just being dumb. And as soon as they start, Tony Irva whips out, like, an eight-foot-long chain and starts whipping the crowd with it, like... I was right next to it. I was like, I almost got hit with the, like this huge metal chain. Trash cans start flying. Um, bottles start flying, like glass bottles. Tony grabs a bottle, breaks it, stabs himself in the face. Like first song, and it's just insanity. Like there, by the end of the show, there's like a gigantic pile of glass in the middle of the venue. Um, Tony Irba is like. Like, someone grab a ladder. You see a big ladder start to come through the crowd. Security has to grab the ladder. Then it's like a big fight trying to get the ladder from someone. Uh, he go- Tony Herbo went in the back and grabbed a TV, just threw it in the audience. No, like, <laughs> concrete blocks were flying. Just cr- insanity. Is that even, like, and, like, these, all, these dudes are playing, playing. Yeah, they're playing. Like, they're playing. They're not just, like, that. Nah, no, they're, like, playing their play, songs. They're playing yeah. while this guy's actually throwing a TV. <laughs> yeah. Did someone actually get hurt? I don't think so. Um, I mean, everyone... I mean, by the end of the show, everyone was covered in blood, saw lots of scratches, lots of bruises, but no one was, like, seriously injured. Like, I didn't see any broken bones or anything like that. And how does... I'm not trying... 
Because Gordon Soli is a wrestling guy, right? The, he was a wrestling announcer back yeah, in the yeah, yeah. Uh, 70s and 80s. He's like that asshole, right? There, like, now, he's, like, he's kind of a dick now? Or is no, it, he's, he's a great... He, he's dead, but he was oh, always wait, a nice guy. Not going, not going. So I'm there, thinking of someone else. Thinking the of someone, name yeah. was a, a parody of Cheetah Chrome motherfuckers. Cheetah was Chrome? A, what is that? Old Italian hardcore band from the early 80s. Okay, Cheetah... And what is Cheetah Chrome? What is, what is that? Uh, no one really knows why they picked the name. Okay. But Cheetah Chrome is the guitar player for the Dead Boys. I don't know if that's why they picked it. Okay, so Cheetah Chrome motherfuckers. And yeah, so and they were like, we're going to just... Have like a name and it's gonna be funny. As far as I know, it's Gordon Soli, motherfuckers. Okay, and where's that guy now? Tony Irma, uh, the vocals of Gordon, Gordon Soli. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he still plays in bands and stuff. I mean, he's been a fixture in like the Cleveland punk and hardcore scene for God thirty something years at this point. I need to track him down. I was like, yeah. Oh, he's on. He's around. Yeah, he's like on Facebook and shit. Like um, when Nine Shocks Terror play, I booked Nine Shocks Terror in like 2019, and he was he's a bass player. Okay. Yeah, really nice guy. I just want to know what goes through someone's head, just like. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I think like, he just loves, like, pro wrestling and is just, like, a crazy dude. Like, it's like, I'm going to just do pro wrestling at the show. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, Bad Luck 13 was, like... That was, yeah. Pretty, that, right? And that was, like... That was... But it's, not, it's like... What do you... That was more serious, I felt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, took yeah. it more serious. There was... Gordon Southern Motherfuckers was just, like, silly. Because there's a video. I'm not sure what year, but I saw a video where he has, like, a cape on. Yeah, and I'm just like, I'm like, this is. It's very silly, like. No, no but it's but it's like real. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like because there's a difference between being like nerdy, yeah. which I love, but then I'm like, oh, this guy's ner- kind of nerdy, but actually like, like. He's also insane. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Like it's like that's like a very rare but un- but unique and awesome combo to have. As yeah, a, as a person in, in Cleveland, like I said, Cleveland always had that reputation. Like anytime Nine Shocks would play or Inmates or anything, it's like fireworks. People are throwing bricks. Like, people would uproot trees from outside and bring them in and throw them. Like, it was just chaos. I mean, I wasn't there for any of it, but, like, you'd hear... When you were growing up, you'd hear these legendary stories of, like, Cleveland hardcore. You know what I mean? The, one of the shows you attended, like, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure at some point someone got had to have gotten hurt. I would think so. I mean, I didn't see anyone seriously injured. A lot of people were covered in blood, lots of cuts, lots of bruises, but I didn't see anyone who was, like... Seriously injured, which I hope no one was seriously. Injured. So out of all those things, out of years of seeing like just shit like that happen, it's like no one you never saw someone. Like, I've seen. That's I mean, crazy. That's the- sometimes people will like break an ankle or break an arm, which obviously that sucks. But like I've never seen anyone get seriously, seriously hurt to the point where like they need an ambulance or something. Or it sounds like it, from what you're saying, it sounds like no one ever actually complained. Yeah, pretty much. No, like, no one complained. Like, yeah, yeah. It was just like it was just a show. You know what I mean? You yeah. didn't really think anything of it, like. People are going to mosh. People are going to stage dive. People are going to fucking hang off the rafters. Like, at Muno's gym, like, yeah. when when, uh, when you were going underground, like, it was, like, Glue, Blazing Eye, and, like, I forget who else. Um, Adam would probably remember better. But, like, the singer from Glue, Harris, like, he started climbing into the rafters of Muno's, and, like, I thought the roof was just going to collapse on us. And I was like, I guess this is it. Like, <laughs> but, like, you don't, comp- you're not, like, after the show, like, hey, bro, that wasn't cool that you did that. Like, no one cared. You know what I mean? Like, we might have died, but that's cool. Yeah, like, it's really weird. Like, but now if you, like... But, well, I, I, aside from, like, Munoz Jim being old at the time, like, was there, any, like, was there like, like cracking or noises that you're like, oh, this... Oh, it was just, like, an old, shitty building. Like... So him just, like, going through the was just, like... It could have just fallen at any point. Like, it's a miracle it did it. I mean, I've seen people, like... Uh, <laughs> one time I was standing next to, like, the wall, 
and this kid, you know, they're moshing and shit. And he just runs into the wall and puts this huge hole in it. I had to move out of the way, otherwise I would have just gone through the wall. Like, <laughs> but you know, it's, I wasn't like, hey, bro, I was standing there. It was just like that was just part of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just par for the course. But but it also sounds like chaos and Tejas or chaos and Tejas, whatever, had the craziest show. I mean, the, the craziest only, lineups. Like, it's yeah, like, it was, it was, yeah, it was. It they were crazy lineups. I went to like a lot of them. It was really fun. But you know, I also went to like No Way Fest, which was like the No Way Records Fest, which was really fun too. It was a really cool, like kind of time capsule of that scene at that time. Um, it was like Career Suicide, Direct Control, Government Warning, like Annihilation Time, Inmates. You know, fucked up. I think maybe it might have played. I, I, I'm sure we could look it up, but. It was fun, you know? It was, like, a really fun time. People would do crazy shit. There'd be fireworks. There'd well, be... God, you gotta tell me more. What's some other crazy <laughs> shit you saw? Like, I mean, again, uh, it was at this weird venue called Alley Cats. So you'd be on the floor, and then there was rafters where you could stand, and people would sell records and shit. Okay. And people would jump off the rafters on other mm-hmm. people. But, like, again, it was just part of the show. Like We, we could cut this out, but can you tell a story of uh, the, the guy spilling blood? Okay, no, we can we get this in. Yeah, okay. let's just give him another name. So there was, I mean... Okay, whatever, I'm, I'll only you tell stories. There was this dude named Robbie Cleary, and I don't really know his whole background or his story, but he was like, uh, he was on, this is like MySpace Facebook era, and he's like, his MySpace name was Robbie Cleary Has AIDS. And I was like, who is this guy? And he's like, hey, I'm like an old punk rocker, and like, I did a lot of time in jail, and I got HIV and AIDS from, like, it was, like, shooting up or whatever, or tattoos, something. Something related with him in jail, right? Yeah. And I'm, like, I mean, he just kind of added all of us on MySpace, like, me, Chris Kirk, and, like, <laughs> all these other people that we know. And he kind of just started going to gigs, and, like, we are like, okay, whatever, he's, like, an old punk dude, like, he has AIDS, but, like... I mean, I don't think we should. I don't think anyone should be excluded because of that. <laughs> but here's where it gets really weird: is there was this house in Long Beach called Linden House, and it was literally like a tiny apartment, it was like half the size of my apartment that you're now. So maybe like 300, 400 square feet, and the bands would play in there, and you'd be in there. One night it was like Harpoon Guns, Loser Life, and maybe one other band. And um, during Harpoon Guns, this dude Robbie Cleary's in there. You can't move in this apartment. It's so tiny. Like, you can't mosh. You can't do anything. I don't know how, but he just started bleeding. Like, profusely bleeding. And he's telling everyone he has AIDS. So as I, he's bleeding. No, no, no. This uh, is just something we knew. Okay. And I was like, yo, that dude is bleeding, and he claims to have AIDS. Like, he needs to not be in here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's dangerous. It's like a biohazard. I yeah. mean, blood in general is nasty and a biohazard because you never know what someone has, but this dude is claiming to genuinely have AIDS, so he should for sure not be doing that. Um, and he's bleeding in this tiny room while these bands are playing, and we were just like, what the fuck? This is insane. Like, this- how, how many of it, how many of you, how many people in the room knew already? Me, I mean, pretty much all of our just immediate friends knew. So like half of the I don't think, like half the room knew, basically. So what happens after? He he was just in there. No one, like, got him out. And then he eventually just left and cleaned himself up. No one up. ran out the room. No. No one ran out the you room. You couldn't move. Like, so, you literally couldn't move out of the room, even if you wanted to, because it was so packed. So people were just... So you, and there's, like, people in the hallways. Like, you couldn't get out. Like, once you were in that room, you were stuck in that room. Until the show ended already. No, it just kept going, and then he he eventually left. I don't even know how he got out, or he was just bleeding the whole time. 
And then the show just ended, but no one got sick or anything. So what you what was going through your head? So you're like in the I was room. like, I'm gonna stay as far away from possible as this person because I don't want to get. So you were not near him at the time. Like in I that mean, moment, the room is so tiny. He was like a couple feet away from me, but I was like up against the wall, being <laughs> like, "Oh my god, I can't touch this dude. He's bleeding." Like, and the best little plane. Yeah, they. Just- just kept going. So you're just like this, looking yeah, at the dude. bed, and just like this guy's bleeding, just like. <laughs> like we talked about it after, but like nothing really happened. It was just like that was just the show. And where's this? Uh, where's this guy now? I have no idea. I haven't heard from him in years and years. Like he could be alive, he could be dead. I mean, I haven't. It's funny because I didn't even remember about this until Adam mentioned the story. I was like, I should probably look that guy up, but I just totally forgot. Damn, we're gonna do a part. We're gonna lick him up and then just put, like. That's gonna be the 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 post, just <laughs> yeah, like this guy's Facebook. All right, but what are some other crazy shit you saw? Mm. I think you have mentioned a uh, a story when we at Going Underground that a bunch of people brought TV and started breaking them. Uh, I think no, that was just the Gordon Sully show oh, yeah. through the TV. But I mean, you know, there's always been stuff like Chris's old band Harpoon Guns would play, and they would like. I don't remember why, but for one show, we brought a bunch of bags of flour, and we're throwing flour everywhere. Like, I've seen uh, Jimmy from Annihilation Times band Eel. He used to have a grinder, like a metal grinder, that he would use while they played. And one time, it shot off and just went, shoom, like right a, up his forehead and just completely sliced his forehead what the open. Fuck? Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was like, okay, no more grinder. <laughs> like, he could have died. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Wait, so what did he do to the grinder? Just like He would, like, he, they'd be grinding, and he would be grinding, and he'd put the mic to it so you could hear it. Okay. And yeah. Then, and then how the fuck that shit shot up? I don't even know. I don't know what he did, but it just shot off, and he was just... I think Chris has a picture of it somewhere. Oh, my God. Where he's just bleeding like crazy. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> like... No I mean, you could have lost an eye. Like, you could have gotten you killed. Died. Yeah, you could have died, yeah. So he was like, okay, it's too dangerous now. No more grinder. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, my God. What is, oh, my God. What is... What the fuck? Oh, my God. But that that's is, the thing. It's like... The, like Yeah, it's like, what the fuck brings a grinder? Like, yeah. I don't play with a grinder at home. I let alone... I'm yeah, play with and a, no one stopped him. He just... We were just like, all right, yeah, I guess this is just part of the gig. Like... Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What is... You gotta tell me one more. Um, let me th- try and think. We can always, you can always edit this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or you could just give him a fake name. No, I'm just trying to think mm-hmm. of like some stuff. Um, I'm trying to. What's another good story? Um. Okay, here's a really good one actually. So, Stoic Violence was on tour in Mexico. And we're, it was at the end of the tour, and Tragedy was on tour at the same time of a, as us. They did, like, South America and Mexico. Obviously, they're a much bigger band. Um, we were just, like, some kids out there, you know? And at the end of the tour, Tragedy played a show in Mexico City. And we were have, it was, like, our last day there. We're like, cool, let's go to the show. The same people who booked their tour booked our tour. So they're like, yeah, come through. Like, we'll hang out, blah, blah, blah. So we go to the show, um, and it was great, you know, like... It, like, cool local bands played and shit. Um, it was probably, like, 2014. And then Tragedy plays, and I guess the show had sold out, and people were pissed. Like, people in Mexico City, right? And people started, like, rioting. Like, straight up. Like, outside the venue. They were throwing fucking glass bottles. They were throwing rocks. Like, you, it just sounded like 
a gun was being fired almost. Like, it was just hitting the glass. Oh, was it a venue? venue? So it was a venue. It was a like, proper venue. It was like a proper venue. club. And you could just hear it hitting, like, and it was so loud. It was so hard. And people were so pissed that the show was sold out. And they literally just started a full-blown riot. Um, they had a, like, security was, like, fighting against people. They had to roll down the steel shutters at the front of the venue. But you would still hear, like, people fighting outside. And we were just trapped inside. You can't go anywhere. There's, like, a full-blown riot happening outside. So it was definitely scary, you know? Yeah. Like, the show completely stopped. They're like, uh, there's a riot going on outside. We need to just, like, hunker down in case some shit goes down. Um, but then tragedy ended up playing, and then a riot happened again. People started rioting again because they missed tragedy, and then the show was just cut off. Tons of cops came and just like beat the shit out of people, and then like we're like, okay, it's time to go. Like we don't want to get caught up in this, you know. We're like a bunch of white boys from like Southern California. Like we have no business fucking being involved in this, you know. That's fucking. That is. Jesus, like that's crazy. It was scary and for sure. I mean, like, like don't get me wrong, tra- tragedy is a big band, but it's like, it's like, like damn, like they're not really that big. Like they're I, big, yeah. but they're not that big. You yeah, know, like, like for a whole riot, for like a full blown riot, I'm like, this is like way too crazy for me. <laughs> like so you're, you're like in another country. Yeah, exactly. Like, another country. This is like before you could really take your phone to another. There's like we had no phone service. Like you couldn't take your phone to another country. No, so we had our phones, but like there was like no Wi-Fi. I didn't have like an international plan or anything. So it's like you can't get a hold of anyone. So you're just like I could die here and like yeah, pretty much like I, I don't know. I tell like my mom that I'm fucking died in Mexico. You know, <laughs> I just died in Mexico. The yeah, did you right? And like I said, we're a bunch of white boys. Like what the <laughs> fuck? Like <laughs> you know, damn. So. All this crazy shit is happening. Chaos and when, when is Chaos and Tales at? Chaos and Tales, I think the last one was 2013? The last one was 2013. I think so. See, like, I was in sixth grade. Okay. Like, yeah. let that sink in. Like, like, the last, <laughs> like, the last festival yeah. that was, like, sounds sick to me is, like, I was in sixth grade. Yeah. But, like, okay. So, at one point, or, like, is there, like, a moment or uh, something, something, like, very hyper, very specific that you remember being, like, that just sticks with you that was, like, this is the moment when, like, shows were like, oh, this is not that crazy anymore. You know, or, like, maybe a band play that you're like, oh, this is going to be crazy, and it wasn't, or something. There's probably, like, a couple times, like, I don't know if it's necessarily, like, a hyper-specific moment, but I think the culture just overall kind of changed, you know? Um, people, and not to say that it's good or it's bad or whatever, it, you know, people kind of started being a little bit more politically correct with things. Mm-hmm. People stopped being a little less crazy at shows, like... Our, my generation had kind of grown out of a lot of that stuff. Like, I mean, dude, I'm like, by the time I hit like 30, it's like, I can't be doing crazy shit at shows anymore. Like, um, it, it How kind of. How did you get in 2014? Because I, I, I know there's a video stoic violence playing. Was, fuck, whatever. I'm 36 now, so I guess that was like. Oh, so I was like nine yeah, years ago. Nine years ago, yeah. So, so you're, like, so you're like, like 27. 27, 27 28, yeah. Yeah, so even. Okay, damn, 2014 was. You were 27, 28. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But, um. Yeah, because even then you were like you, I, you were playing, but that's like toward, I guess quote unquote towards the end of your towards Harker, the, Harker career. Yeah, yeah, and, and like I was in a couple bands after that and stuff, but yeah, that was like the last band that really toured and played a yeah. lot and shit like that. But, um, but yeah, what was like some like moments that were like, oh, this band played in like or like something that you could just kind of pinpoint to like from like a year or something that you're like, hmm, oh, things changing. That's a good question. Probably like I want to say like 2017, 2018, like. I feel like it, things kind of shifted a little bit, you know? Um, people started having, like, the image of being hard without actually being hard, you know what I mean? Um, 
it, it was kind of like a weird thing. I feel like, and of course, like you take a look at like social media and how things rose. Like people are kind of creating this persona on Instagram or on Twitter or whatever. Like, oh, I'm this badass person, and like yeah. image started playing a role. Image started playing a role for sure. Yeah, and it's like that wasn't really like a thing. I guess when I was like kind of growing up, like I grew up during MySpace and like Facebook, and then it morphed into. Now people are trying to be like influencers within hardcore and punk or any other genre of music for that yeah. matter. Social media killed hardcore violence fun. I mean, I wouldn't even say that, but yeah. I just say that was gonna be the title. I definitely <laughs> remember I definitely remember okay, do you know the band Joyce Manor? Yeah. Okay, I remember seeing a video of them stopping mid song because someone did a stage dive and the singer was like, Yo, fuck that, we don't do stage dives, like we don't do stage diving, someone could get hurt, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Like, I've never seen that at a show. Like, it's, it's a fucking stage that relax. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of my, I mean, that was kind of my mentality. I mean, wasn't, wasn't that band comes from stage dive? Like, from the stage dive crowd? That's what I thought. I don't really know them super well. Um, I just, I mean, I knew them when they got big. Or they pulled a Fugazi. You know, hey. like, Fugazi is known for that? Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, I kind of feel like the sort of safe space political correctness thing is maybe come back around um you know hardcore shows a lot more inclusive now which i think is good i think it's cool that people can go and it's like you don't really have to worry about being like but i mean punk's always been like that punk's always been like an inclusive space that people can go to like i mean i've known trans people or gay people or like people of color forever like immigrants like it's always been like a space that those people can kind of thrive in yeah i mean like even like there's people who are like uh, like certain people, uh, but uh, there's like like these people's like they're really like outspoken on like yeah like you know like whatever maybe I'm not even gonna name a specific issue but I'm like yeah sure. but, like, I can sit there bullshit like you you're just saying that because you want to be like you want to be like accepted and you want to be like no like I'm good guys like I'm a good guy but then there's people who I see where I'm like I've never seen that person speak yet about an issue on social media but I know that person's down you yeah know what I mean exactly. like and just like and that's like, kind of how it was like I never saw anyone like shunned from a show because they were trans or because they were gay or because they're black or they're brown or whatever. I've literally never seen that in my life at I'm a pretty punk sure or hardcore you, show. I'm pretty sure if you have a kid, like, if you have kids throwing TVs, yeah. I'm pretty sure if someone who's, like, who comes in with, like, some wrong mentality, I'm pretty sure you can throw a TV at them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like, I, I like, it, it's just, I mean, yes, I mean, I mean, I mean, what am I to say? I mean, I'm, I wasn't around a lot of the time, but, like, social media is just, like, like, a lot of people, like, I mean, because, like you said, it goes both ways where it's, like, Someone could be on social media being like, Mr. Like, spread the word. But I'm like, I know you're really, you're not really doing anything besides doing a repost. Yeah. You know I mean? And then there's other people who are just like, never say anything, but. Yeah. Yeah, they're, you know what I mean? They're, they're when, I was, when I was coming up in shows, it was just kind of like, a com- it was just like, what am I trying to say? It was just, that's just how it was. Like, no one was ever shunned. Everyone was pretty much accepted. Unless you're being a total asshole, then it didn't matter what you're... It's just a fucking show. It's just a show, yeah. Yeah, It's like, no one was like, no, 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 you can't come in. Like, we don't accept your kind here. Like, Punk and Hardcore, that's pretty rare. I don't don't know if I've ever seen that. I've been to a million gigs. Like, it's just kind of an unspoken thing. Like, everyone's welcome. We're inclusive. Like, it's all good. You shouldn't have to be worried when you're here, which I think is great. But yeah, it it is kind of weird that people are trying to get on like that soapbox when it's like it's always been like that yeah you know or but like even like even on the on the musical standpoint like like chris kirk talks about like him being bored and just like i'm oppressed like random seven inches of bands that like that i, I just made up a band yeah you know what i mean like and like of or, course yeah or just like i'm uh, like like all like all the band names you're telling me like that's just that just sounds like someone wrote out their notebook and just yeah. like but these like the, every single band probably like 
went on tour, went on, you know. Yeah, but, but it's like we all put out records, we all went on tour. It's just like it was just like our moment in time to do that. That even goes with like 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 if you're not on social media, you probably just have time to like. Fuck yeah, I got a guitar, like, I got a drum, let's just make a band called, whatever we're gonna call it, I don't know, like... Yeah, exactly. Like, the Bullshitters or something, you know what I mean? Like, just yeah, start, yeah. Put, it, put it out a 7-inch. But now it's like, I mean, I guess even productivity is an issue with social media, because it's like, maybe, like, maybe if you were born in this day and age, you would just be on social media and not put off the 7 in- the random 7-inches yeah. you did when you were a kid. Or, or you'd have to feel like you have to compete, and it's like, my band needs to be big, I need exactly. to get on a big label, I need What to- does this tour mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what, what is this gonna do, is this the right move? I'm like, just go on tour play some fucking shows it's just do supposed it for to be your, fun do it, yeah do it for yeah, yourself do it for yourself exactly yeah. and that's how we were doing it it's like we just did it because it was fun like we had no grand ambitions we're like you know this band will play the last couple years and then that's gonna be it like yeah, yeah, you know like, we're just gonna have fun like yeah. I'm not gonna try to make a career out of like this small band there's like, nothing wrong with mechanic uh, like, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with it but it, it, it we are in this weird state of like the internet taking over everything where it's like you see this band be big and you're just like I want to be that big and it's kind of like maybe it, maybe when you were younger saying like oh there's nothing wrong being big was a problem yeah now the problem is, the now we, where it comes the other way it's like there's nothing wrong with not being big yeah now, exactly. that, now we gotta say that you know what I mean it's like yeah. there's nothing wrong with your band just just being a band yeah not having social media and you just having just, fun just go yeah. play you know what I mean like I want to I, I, I mean I hope that comes back like just random band names like type bands where it's like yeah and I'm like, sure it will everything's that's the thing about punk and hardcore it's cyclical yeah. everything's in a cycle like yeah. whatever's happening now it'll probably be completely different in 10 years yeah maybe. whatever's happening in 10 years will probably be completely different 10 years after that yeah yeah I mean I mean you're right I, I want to I want to believe because like I look now and like every band that tours it's always like it always like like and there's nothing wrong with the homies that tour, but like it's just like I wish there would be more like I mean that's why I love my friends in In Time because like they're, we're just mm-hmm. gonna go on tour and just have fun and yeah. that, and that's really rare now you know what I mean like maybe, maybe maybe ten years from now there's gonna be a band called Brandon Hutchins and the Violence you know what I mean like just <laughs> yeah. like a random seven inch you know what I mean just like yeah. just random like there needs to be more of that because like and don't get me wrong hardcore is in a good place but for sure there's nothing wrong with. With like you know like maybe just just having just, fun just, yeah, just, yeah. just having fun stop having social media stop 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 putting your little fucking Dropbox me- uh, voice memo demo <laughs> on Instagram before having a record out yeah you it's know what I mean before playing a show or some shit like yeah. like, that, like like that's the thing now bands are like oh for sure bands yeah. are like Instagram no music for no like music, five yeah, months it, and then like a video of them playing the song it's like come on it's really weird yeah I I don't really get it's that it's like come on like. Like fuck like, Yeah it's, it's like, like It's be like hey Like I mean I don't even Necessarily like If you're just in a band It's like just be like Hey I'm in a new band We just dropped the demo Check it out Yeah it's like, like oh, We're playing a gig You know what I mean We're playing like, a gig Come check us out like, Yeah it's like It doesn't really have to be That complicated Like It's like Now it's like yo Like new band coming soon On Instagram Like Google's a follow Yeah like, like That's a weird one for sure And like there's still bands That still haven't put a song out But they have the Instagram out You know what I mean See that's like, crazy to me Yeah it's yeah. like I guess It's just a different It's And that's kind of the broader thing about social media it's like it is you have to just do with music i mean you can just be some person some normal person on social media and like you can be bummed out because you see someone living this extravagant lifestyle but it could be total bullshit like yeah. you can see someone be like i'm on tour all the time we play these huge fucking places but it could be total bullshit like yeah. they could just be opening and playing to 100 people for all you know you know what i mean like you don't have to necessarily strive for being the best or being the greatest or something it's like just do something because you have that Creativity in you, and you want to express yourself. Yeah, yeah. like get, let's get more dumb band names, like more <laughs> violence, more dumb band names. Bring wrestling back in hardcore. Just have some fun. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with having fun. What's a little bit of blood between the monks you love? Exactly. 
So anything else? Oh, so now you graduated. <laughs> I mean, I still, you know, I still go to shows and stuff. What's some hardcore bands you like now? Um, I like Scourge. I like Distort. I think those bands are really cool. Um, it's not necessarily like reinventing the wheel, yeah. but I like it. You know what I mean? Um, my friend is in a cool band that I actually just heard their full length the other day called Burden. They're from like Boston. It's just like a couple like it's kind of like oi influenced stuff. They're cool. I like them a lot. Um, you know, but I, I keep up with like these days. I kind of have kept up with like more metal stuff and more noise and industrial stuff. I feel like that's kind of where my tastes have kind of gone to. I mean, you for sure know way more about like newer hardcore bands than me. But I still try and go to shows. I still try and check stuff out. What's the last band you watched to? Dude, okay, Nine Shocks Terror in 2019, I staged dove and broke my finger. I was like, I'm too old for this. I can't do this shit anymore. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I think I'm done. <laughs> that's it. That was, I that think was, that's it. That I was, was like, a retirement moment. Yeah, I was like, my finger's fucked up for like months. I was like, I think I'm just good. Like, I just don't think. I, it's a young man's game. Let the young people do it. Yeah. What's, uh. I love uh, like Soul Search. Those are old friends. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, they're back now, but you know what I mean? Yeah, 3D yeah. Deep is really cool. Okay. Um. Yeah, there's some great bands going. You know, there's always going to be cool bands of hardcore. It's never going to be, you know, like completely dead or completely crappy. Which hardcore is, will never, hardcore will never die. No, I don't remember. Punk, hardcore, all that shit. It's going to just keep going. It's going to keep going and going and going. Yeah, there's. I mean, like we said, there's going to be that crazy kid like a couple years from now. Exactly. Like, there's always going to be kids in some part of the world who are like, I want to make some fucking crazy ass record, and they're just going to do it. Yeah, bring and, the ladders back though. <laughs> bring, the, bring the ladders like bring the th- the the thumbtacks yeah, the yeah thumb, all the, the yeah hey you never know it wouldn't shock me if some kids are doing it in a basement in like the midwest right now you know yeah, yeah, yeah. At three at, at, yeah. that's the thing it's like that's i mean it's not I want, I mean, it's not that violent but like i've gone on tour with the homies i'm like there is like random places like in the middle of aspect nowhere exactly. that's just like that's like it's still kind of like oh, it's kind of weird yeah. I mean, but like, like these kids are like, like we went. I'm trying to think. Like we went. We played like they, they spent a week in Seattle. Yeah. And then there was like obviously there's like you know like like Seattle, Washington. But then there's like the random like. There's so many random suburbs. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah like, totally. And like a lot of these kids like don't know. You know what I mean? Like don't know yeah. anything. You know what I mean? Like actual kids just like pulling up with like I don't know like a USA shirt that says "fuck USA." You know what I mean? It's just yeah. Like, exactly. It's like, I don't think this kid knows like the top ten hardcore bands, but like he's here to like. I remember there's this kid. I fuck. I forget his name. But, like, he was so, like, I think, like, what's the word on when no uh, social, like, no, like, he has no conscious of, like, social... Oh, like, on the spectrum kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just, like, he's just grabbing the mic as their bands are playing, just like, ooh! <laughs> and, like, I'm just, like, I don't think he yeah. knows, like... He's just crazy, yeah. Yeah, he's just, like, he's just, like, singing on the mic. That's like, the thing, and that's, like, what, you know, Punk and Hardcore really was back in, like, when it started. It was just, like, the crazy fucked up people... Like, the we- like actual weird the Not like we don't look weird. weird We are weird Yeah you know like I mean? we're total freaks And we're making this music Because we have no other way Of expressing ourselves like, <laughs> Yeah yeah That's how it was You know Yeah But uh What's next for you Um I do kind of like An industrial project now And I play once in a while You have to steal A little uh, Cassette right I do I have a cassette That shit um, looks crazy It looks like you can Smack someone with it yeah, <laughs> it's like, no, it's just like a it's like a clamshell case. I'll I'll give you one. Thank um, you. But it's like a yeah, it's kind of like industrial electronic stuff. It came out on hospital uh, rec- uh, hospital productions a couple of months ago. Is it like hard to listen industrial or like anti industrial? Kind of hard to listen to. Okay, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you know it's funny. Uh, 
a couple of the dudes from do you know the band Hot Load, the like yeah. local band? So Marv, who plays a guitar in that's like he hit me up to start singing for this project he has. It's kinda like metallic sounding, it sounds like sacrilege or like the Verukers. And so we've kind of been practicing and just Him and Bravo? Yeah, him and Bravo. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've been singing for that. We've had a couple of practices, and it's kind of one of those things where, like, I'm old, like, like what you said, like, we're not gonna, I'm not gonna be like, yo, what's up, new band coming soon, and yeah. make like Instagram page, like, we're just taking our time, writing some songs, we're just practicing, and when it's ready, it's ready, yeah. you know. And then you people will be out. Yeah, something will be out. Play a couple, play a couple gigs, have some fun. Bring the ladders back. <laughs> I don't know. I may be too old for that. But if the if the young kids are want to go crazy, that's their deal. But yeah, it's just like it's just something I want to. We're just doing for fun. We're just having a good time doing it. Sick. So yeah. a new band and then. Yeah, we don't have a name yet. You know, we're just trying to like baby steps. Sick. <laughs> it's still it's still a fetus. Yeah. The exactly. Fetus exactly. Fetus. It'll get there eventually. I'm not worried about it. You know, like they'll give birth. Huh? Yeah. We all have we all have full time jobs and yeah. shit. You know, Marvin's like 20 bands. Yeah, he's in a bunch of bands. I have a full time job. I'm almost 40. Like I can't yeah. be fucking yeah, in yeah. like 15 bands or whatever. Like I'm cool with doing it. Practice a couple times a week, shit like that. So Sick. eventually we will have something. All right. And then I guess the last question is: I found like a flyer. Of you and Black Chris, like side to side, and it's like one tip or two being too punk. <laughs> yeah, are you too punk? <laughs> no, that was just a, that was a silly flyer that uh, Chris Kirk made for our DJ night. Same. We would just try and make the funniest like flyers that we could. Like, here's a dumb flyer. You know what I mean? Same. Just for our DJ night that like thirty people would come to. Same. <laughs> like, yeah, it was just that's the thing. It's like anytime I've done something, it's just for fun. Chris Kirk is lucky, funny. Oh, I love Chris. Yeah, I mean, you only just tell these stories like. Cause like he has a very like soft voice, no like like just like very narrative voice. Yeah, yeah. So when he was talking, he was like, "Yep." So we played the garage. It was like shit all over the floor. And I'm like, <laughs> "What you're just saying is like the craziest thing." Yeah, yeah. But you're yeah. just saying it's so it just so like very matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. like this is what happened. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we left. There was a lot of shit. You know, yeah, and shit. You know, that was it. I was like, okay, it's like, sick. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? Um, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I hope that, you know, you got to know me a little bit more. And I think you've had some really cool guests. I'm a big fan of the pod. So yeah, it's, it's a great honor to be on here. And I really do appreciate it. Sick. Thank you. Let's yeah. do this or that. Yeah, sure. All right. You know what this or that is? So I'm going to ask you, like, so. Yeah, you're like, which one or that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So you know a lot about music. So we're going to. So we're going to try to do as much as we can. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Or do you carry or a Kitsa? A Kitsa. Walmart or Target? Target. Orange soda or Coke? Coke. Metallic or Slayer? Slayer. Hatebreed or Cold as Life? Cold as Life. McFoley or Sabu? Oh, that's so hard. I gotta go with Mick. RVD or The Sandman? RVD. Green Day or Blink? Blink. Turnstile or Angel Dust? Turnstile. Pantera or Crowbar? Pantera. Mayhem? Mayhem or Dark Throne? Ooh, that's another really tough one. Probably Dark Throne. Dark Throne is better. Mayhem yeah. looks good, but Dark Throne is better. Yeah. Dark Throne had more better records, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Mayhem was infamous <laughs> for a lot of reasons. Yeah, I'm sure everyone knows. They're more punk. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. The Cums or The Sexual? The Cums. Gizm or Goss? 
Oh. Gizm. Stone Island or Arteryx? Stone Island. I hear thing. I'm a Stone Island guy. <laughs> I would. Do I like? I like all most all the things you name. I like them. Yeah, it's yeah. just I gotta pick one's just a little bit better. Yeah. Blazing Eye. Nothing beats Blazing Eye. I think like in their realm. But, <laughs> yeah. All right, but that's where we're gonna wrap it up. We'll thank, wrap it up. Well, yeah. thank you for having me. Thank you for thank you for for letting me into your home and letting me yeah. interview you and ask some questions. Yeah, I appreciate it. Wait, wait I got the thing. I got one more. Okay. Discharge or disclose. Discharge. Because what you <laughs> yeah, can't have one without the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 that's the point. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Give us a five star.